0: He had a poke full of earnings, and in three days when they reached Mojave, he would leave on the westbound train for Bakersfield. Then another would take him north to Sacramento, then a third east. The southern connection of the railroad was still on the drawing boards. Ahead of Judd and his swamper, Dallas Trumbull, loomed the crest of Windy Gap and the toughest of the turns on the ten-day trip. By the time they were full into the turn, the lead mules would be straining against their collars across a ravine opposite from the wagons and twelve feet above. Negotiating the turn without dragging the wagons off the road and tumbling into the gorge meant the team had to pull against itself. While the five lead spans made the G, or right turn, the back four spans would have to pull the haw, or left. Four of the mules on the rear spans would have to jump the chain to accomplish this, and their spans would pull at a 45-degree angle, fighting to keep the wagons on the road. As the lead span went into the turn, Judd yelled an echoing, Whoa! Dallas Trumbull, the swamper, dismounted from the lead near the left side mule, and worked his way back to the tens. He touched the underbelly of the near mule, and the animal jumped the chain. He did the same to the eights then the sixes. The pointer mare was already across the chain, a three-foot jump, by the time he reached her. "'Good mule, Betsy,' he said, praising her. He walked on past where Judd perched high above and checked the first five-foot-high front wheel of the wagon, then the seven-foot rear wheel. He carefully went from wheel hub to wheel hub, feeling for excess heat, until he had checked all twelve. As he bent down, he removed his skinning knife from a scabbard at his belt, then ran the blade under the inch-thick, twelve-inch iron tire to see how far it had pulled away from its wooden rim. "'Won't be long before we'll be having to leave this one with the wheel right,' he grumbled. It was no easy task removing the wheel, much less tightening the thousand-pound iron tire. "'Let's give her a go!' The small, wiry swamper said as he passed by Judd, who then climbed down from his lofty seat. Dallas worked his way to the lead mules while Judd took his position in the saddle of the near-wheel horse. The padded saddle gave him more control over the critical path of the wheel horses, and the pointers responded quicker, knowing they were within whip range. As Dallas reached the twenties, Judd cracked the whip. Its rifle shot snap and his loud, Get up! Echoed down Windy Gap. Again and again, the whip cracked. The bells on the mules' necks rang in cadence as they plodded forward, then intermittently, as the rear of the team fought to keep the wagons on the road. Negotiating the climb and turn, they reached the straight behind the lead rig. Judd yelled, Whoa! and the mules halted. He regained his wagon seat as Dallas walked the hundred feet back from the lead span. He stopped and cursed the near-side sixes mule, who had not yet recrossed the chain as the others had. Finally, getting the animal to cross over, Dallas deftly climbed up and seated himself beside Judd. Pulling his wide-brimmed hat off, Dallas mopped his brow, smearing the rivulets of dust-covered sweat across his forehead. "'That was smooth as Frenchy's watered-down whiskey,' Dallas said, smiling. He spat a long stream of tobacco juice into the dust far below." Judd reached under the seat and removed a canvas-colored tin canteen. "'He unstoppered it and took a long pull, then handed it to the swamper. "'We get any better at this, and Delameter's liable to give us an extra wagon and ten more mules to tote it.' "'Dallas laughed, then suddenly turned serious. "'You got enough in your poke to make your trip home? "'I got a little set aside if you need it.' Judd shook his head. "'I got plenty.' "'but I'm obliged for the offer. "'You've been a damn fine hand and a good friend, Dallas.' "'A little embarrassed at his own sentimentality, "'Jud looked straight ahead as he spoke. "'I'll be talking to Delameter before I catch that train. "'If I have anything to say about it, "'he'll be giving you this seat come September.' "'Before Dallas could express his thanks, "'his head caved in like a watermelon kicked with a pointed boot.' He somersaulted sideways out of the high seat. Judd heard the report of the rifle as Dallas went over the seat's low rail to sprawl in the dust. Judd looked up for the source of the cracking shot, then thought a bolt of lightning must have struck him, its white heat piercing his skull. By the time he lay. Laid-